Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, 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 welcome to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm your host, Rob Shooter. It's Friday. Corey is off today, so it's just us naughties. But do not worry, we've got so much gossip to get to. But before we start the show, I want to tell you about last night. So yesterday, I went to see Spamalot on Broadway. Oh, he is genius. I didn't realise that I really needed a good laugh. I didn't realise it. You know, sometimes the days can get stressful. You can get a little cynical. Or I'm rushing around like a, a lunatic. And I just needed to stop for an hour or two or an hour, two hours and 20 minutes. That's how long exactly. And laugh. And that's exactly what I did. So thank you, Spamalot. You are just delicious. Michael Yuri, you know him from Ugly Betty. I couldn't stop laughing. Also to Leslie rodriguez I hope I'm saying that right. I did not know who Leslie was until I saw this show, and now I can't stop thinking about her. She's an absolute star, and also a shout-out to the director-choreographer Josh Rhodes, who's a friend of my husband's Bruce's. He worked on Harmony a few years ago, and he's just so, so talented. There are very few people out there that are both directors and choreographers that do it really well. He does both really, really well, lot of director choreographers are slightly better at one than the other or maybe a lot better not josh he is the full full package congratulations spam a lot on broadway and i'm not even being paid to say that okay let's jump into the show what time is it my friends it is tea time amy roback and tj holmes have shared a cryptic bible verse yes you heard that right also some pda pictures amid all the new news about their exes So Amy and TJ are trying to put on a united front as their exes, their former spouses, are now in a shocking grave. 
romance. You heard that right. We talked we talked about it yesterday on the show. TJ and AJ's exes. That would be Andrew Shue. You know him from TV. And Marley are now dating. Plot twist. I know. It's like Melrose Place, isn't it? So Amy and TJ got together while they were still married. Let's point that out. And their spouses were absolutely heartbroken really really just devastated by this and now the two of them have formed a romance so andrew and marley at first they bonded over this awful position they were both in but then after a while they really got to like each other and then they started to date my sources are telling me they wouldn't use the word dating yet although they're definitely seeing each other well this news exploded it was everywhere and it looks as if TJ and Amy are not prepared to give up the spotlight to their exes because guess what? They spoke out. Very rarely do they do this, but now they posted on Instagram. They posted a PDA picture just one day after the news broke about their ex's relationship. Holmes wore an unbuttoned white shirt and a very sultry. He's very good looking in a snap of him looking very, very sexy. And Amy's hand is resting on his bare chest as she poses beside him. It really looks like the cover of a romance novel i screamed when i saw it holmes captioned the shoot thank you all oh which wrote back which amy subsequently posted on her own account so holmes also published the audio get this of a bible verse isaiah 54 17 the bible verse said quote no weapons formed against me shall prosper it won't work notice he used a bible quote a bible verse about me 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 not us i know amy if you're listening hello 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 i think i'm seeing them tomorrow <gasps> Ooh, i've been invited to a fabulous wedding and amy and tj are gonna be at the wedding should i try and get a sneaky picture i'm gonna try but i've got to be careful because it's my friend's wedding so i don't want to cause a scene there but i will let you know all about it on monday so amy and tj have not addressed the news that their exes are now dating or in a relationship however page six is reporting that Amy and TJ are furious, not really about the news, but the timing. They believe this new information, these new headlines have come out to overshadow the release of their podcast, Amy and TJ podcast. I listened to it and it's really good. It's a little long, but it's really interesting. It's their first interview since they lost their jobs. They are very much positioning this as a love story. Because of love, they lost everything. What they're sort of being quite careful about, though, is the timeline. They want us to believe they were already getting divorced when they were caught together, outed together is the word they use, as a couple. However... That doesn't exactly seem to be clear, but that's definitely what they want us to believe. So we will go with it, which leads us to our poll question of the day. TJ Holmes and AJ share a cryptic Bible verse amid the rumours that their exes are now dating. Do you think they're trying to steal back the spotlight using Jesus, using God? What do you think? Do you think they're trying to steal back the spotlight 
using God. Mm. <laughs> you too. You too. Amy loves the attention. She always has. I love Amy, but she's a show pony, and I say that with respect. I really do. I love that she likes to put on a show. She's gorgeous. She's sparkly. She's like a glass of champagne. She's so bubbly. Uh, TJ's a bit moody. I've met him several times. He's, he's very good looking too, and a little bit more private than Amy. So what do you think? Do you think these two are trying to steal back the spotlight? There are reports they are livid that this news is overshadowing the news that they are making their big comeback with a podcast. What do you think? Go vote on our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Bob or our Facebook page, Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back tomorrow to hear your results. Moving along, Kim Kardashian still hasn't apologised to Taylor Swift over leaking that phone call. Remember, so in 2016, that is when the infamous phone call was leaked. Kim Kardashian has still not apologised to Taylor Swift about that call, about that leak. So Swift, this week, put really Kim on blast in her time person of the year cover that's a big deal person of the year is Taylor Swift so she put Kim on blast for leaking a quote edited version of a private phone call Taylor said that was illegal it was a private call between Taylor and Kanye West over seven years ago it was recorded and then Taylor claims it was edited and released And it seems as if Kim still has not extended the olive branch to the 12-time Grammy winner. Sources tell TMZ that Kardashian, that Kim, still has not actually said sorry for this awful ordeal. Now, insiders tell the outlet that Taylor would accept a public apology from Kardashian in a minute, in a second. All of this started, if you remember at the MTV Awards in 2009 when Taylor won Best Female Video and Kanye jumped up on the stage to say Beyonce was the one that should have won. This feud got even worse when West, Kanye West, wanted to include Taylor's name in a lyric for his infamous hit track, Famous, the song in which he rapped, he, quote, might have sex with Taylor because he, quote, made that B-I-T-C-H, famous. Oh, he's just the worst. Just the worst. Although now we all know that. Back in 2016, we didn't really know it. Back in 2009, when he jumped on the stage at the MTV Awards, we suspected it. We knew he was a, an egomaniac, but we didn't know he was a racist. Now we know everything that he said, hanging out with white nationalists, doing just awful stuff, divorce from Kim. So what does Kim do now? Does Kim apologise? Is it ever too late? to apologise. I don't think it is. Yesterday we talked about this, and Mark Lupo, he said that Kim should apologise publicly right now, and he thought Taylor would accept it too. I actually think he's right. Yesterday I was like, I don't know, but now I think he's right. When something bad is done, it never really goes away until somebody apologises. So I think Taylor's moved on. Taylor does not need this apology. Kim needs it, and don't forget that. When you do something terrible, the person that you did something awful against, they don't need the apology. You need it, because you did this. It's on your conscience. Kim, you will feel better. I promise you will feel better if you finally put this in the past, and the way to do that and move on is quite simple. Say you're sorry. Apologise, as Elton John sang. Sorry seems to be the hardest word. It is hard sometimes, isn't it? But you always feel better after you do it. Okay, we have more celebrity news. Paris Hilton has revealed that she didn't change her son's diaper for a month after his arrival. So don't worry. 
Somebody changed it. I hope so. So Paris admitted she has yet to change her son's diapers, saying, should I learn how to change a diaper? She asked her sister, Nikki Hilton, that. And it was so bizarre. Paris said, I wouldn't do this on my birthday, but I will for you. Adding, saying that she will do anything for Phoenix, her son. She did go on to say that she's scared. And Nikki asked, you've never done it before. And Paris said, no. Oh, so bizarre. Now, I do get it. As somebody that doesn't have children, a dirty diaper is not something I would look forward to. Not at all. I don't want to see it. I don't want to smell it. I don't want to be around it. But if I was the parent, you just got to do it. I have a doggy. And when he goes outside and poops, I have to pick it up. I didn't like doing it. It's not something I look forward to. But you just do it. You get used to it. It's about helping your baby, helping your doggy, helping your child. You have to do this. This is part of being a good mom. Paris, I think that you should not be admitting this. A, I don't think you should uh, should be doing it. You should be changing diapers. But I I think if you don't want to do it, this is not a good look. Don't be telling people this, Paris. If you remember that Paris got really ugly, ugly comments when she posted a picture of her son. Some people said that his head was too big. Just cruel, cruel comments. And it really upset her. I think, Paris, stop talking about your son. If you don't want your family in the spotlight, which you don't, you don't want negative things said about them, I totally understand that, then don't bring them up. Don't use your kids as a PR tool. Don't be talking about them. A lot of celebrities will not talk about their children. They won't post photographs of them. They're totally off limits. And I think people respect that. It's hard to have it both ways. You can't talk about your son and then expect other people to not say anything. They're going to have an opinion about this. People are now going to call Paris a bad mom. I don't think that's true. But they're going to call her a bad mom for this confession about not changing her son diaper. Stop talking about it, Paris, if you're listening. Hello, hello, hello. Kate Middleton is revealing quite a lot about her children, something we didn't know. George, Charlotte and little Louis have all been hospitalised or at least had a trip to the hospital, which she called very nerve-wracking. So Kate had her three children top of mind when she visited a children's hospital. The Princess of Wales empathically spoke about the stress around hospital visits with fellow patients at a hospital in London. Kate has now served as a patron for the medical centre which cares for children with rare and complex conditions since 2018. She's a great patron. She officially opened up this unit there and she went back to visit and she said, quote, it's always nerve-wracking as a parent. I've taken mine into hospital for different things. She didn't say what. You're always at least worried but you've got a great team here. She went on to add, quote, It always was a worry, though, for a parent. We have to keep our cool. It's so hard. Well, lots of things here. I love that Kate is using her powers, her, her royal celebrity, to help children, to bring, bring attention to this amazing hospital in London. But I didn't realise that her children at different points have been taken to the hospital. You think we would know everything about this family. But when it comes to medical stuff, particularly with children, the British press are very, very careful. In fact, the laws in Britain are much stricter. You can't even show a baby's face in Britain. Here, you can. You can open up any newspaper, any magazine or any website, and we see pictures of celebrities and their children all the time. In Britain, they have to cover their faces, pixelate their faces so we can't see them. I'm actually for that, I think. Children did not ask to be part of this, and I'm not going to dig. I'm not going to try and find out why the three kids at some point visited a hospital. They might have just gone to visit somebody else. She didn't say what. But I do agree uh, 
this is very, very worrisome for, for parents. When I was a little boy, I spent a lot of time in hospital with my broken arm. And as bad as I felt, my mum and dad, I can guarantee, felt worse. OK, quickly before we get a break, Kim Kardashian and sister Kendall Jenner have lost over 250,000 wow, Instagram followers after the Balenciaga show. So Kim and Kendall lost Instagram followers after their involvement in Balenciaga's recent fall 2024 fashion campaign. Now, th- this campaign was shocking. People were very angry about it. And now they lost followers. That's called consequences, not cancel. They didn't get cancelled. It's called consequences. If you're going to support something controversial, believe in it. I don't believe what they did was right. I don't want any part of Balenciaga or this campaign. But I have things that I believe in, some of which are controversial. And I say it like I mean it. And it's okay. If I lose a few noughties on the podcast, if I lose a lot of people on social media, to tell my truth, to tell you who I am, I think it's always best be genuine. So I'm not telling you to hide your feelings here. What I'm telling you is to be prepared when people don't react to your stances, to you standing your ground in a way that you might want. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Naughty But Nice Show. I'm Rob Shooter. Hey, Naughties, let's get to the polls. Taylor Swift blasted Scooter Braun and Kanye West Scooter's the big music executive who bought her masters, saying, quote, trash takes itself out. Ooh. Our question yesterday was, is it better to confront or ignore your enemies? I get back and forth on this. Sometimes it's easier just to ignore. Don't give them any attention. They need the attention. Ignore them. But sometimes you have to stand up for yourself too and confront them. Where are you on this noughties? Let's have a look. Ooh, 70% said confront. Good for Taylor. She confronted Kanye West. She told Scooter Braun what she felt of him after he, he bought her masters. So you were with Taylor Swift. Never a bad place to be. Don't forget to vote on today's poll. Go to our Twitter page at Naughty Nice Rob, our Facebook page, which is Naughty Gossip. And be sure to check back on Monday to hear your results. And now, it's time for our noisest of the day. Oprah Winfrey is our nicest of the day because she's discussing her recent weight loss, saying it's not one thing, it's everything. So the media mogul dazzled in a tight, long purple gown while posing on the red carpet at the Colour Purple premiere and discussed her slimmed-down transformation. She told Entertainment Tonight, quote, it's not one thing, it's everything. Winfrey also stressed just how much she's had to do to achieve this new look. It wasn't easy. This is something she really worked at. She's not an Ozempic. She worked at this by saying, I intend to keep it that way. I was on the treadmill today. So now Oprah has made the treadmill exercise part of her life. She said, you all know I've been on a journey, this journey, the weight loss journey for most of my life. Her highest weight was 237 pounds. And she added, I don't know if there's been another public person whose weight struggle has been exploited as much as mine has. In the past, Oprah said that people treat her differently when she weighed over 200 pounds. She said whenever she went in a store and she was over 200 pounds, people were like, let me show you the gloves. Or would you like to look at the handbags? Because there's really nothing in the store for you. Now, she has been quite open about focusing on Weight Watchers, which she became a big investor in in 2015. Oprah, you look fantastic. And I love that you are talking about this. It's really, really helpful. And now I notice the day. Naughty, naughty. 
no, 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 Ouch. Meghan Markle might be dropped by her talent agency over Omid's bombshell book. Outrageous. What has it got to do with her? So Meghan might soon be dumped by her talent agency as the furor over Omid's book continues to unfold. A royal expert points out that she signed with William Morris Agency and CEO Ari Emanuel. She joined the team in April and is very excited about new projects, although it seems that her return to Tinseltown might be short-lived after a royal expert, Angela Levin, claims that William Morris is horrified about the repercussions that, that this book, this scandalous book, could have on the Sussexes brand, saying, quote, Megan needs to be very careful. A lot of people have dropped her, that's true. The agency has told her to stop moaning because people are getting fed up with it. That's possibly true too, Megan. I hope you are listening and your agents. This is naughty, isn't it? When you're earning millions of dollars and they get their 10-15%, they're your best friend. But it's in times of trouble. That's when you find out who your real friends are. Okay, let's end with a moment of Rob. You get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob, you get a Rob. Life is a balancing act. It really is. It's all about moderation. It's all about balancing. Let's go over a couple of things that I try to balance every single day. Be strong, but not rude. Be kind, but not weak. Be humble, but not shy. Be proud, but not arrogant. Strong, kind, humble, proud. That's what we are going to focus on, Naughties, this weekend. Thank you so much for listening this entire week. And don't forget to subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen. Leave us a review if you can. And remember, all together now, sing along, Naughties, if you're going to be naughty. It's got to be nice. Take care, everybody. It's naughty but nice with Rob. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.